Welcome to episode 249 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Bryn Jackson. And I'm Brian Levin. Today we caught up with Priyanka Kotokal. She is a product designer at WhatsApp. WhatsApp? It's our first... WhatsApp? First WhatsApp Sorry? designer. It was very fun getting to chat with Priyanka about her work, uh, especially transitioning from Facebook to WhatsApp and also how she ended up at WhatsApp in the first place coming all the way from uh, Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the episode, I want to thank our sponsor for this week, and that's Abstract. Abstract is version control, secure version control in the cloud for your design files. It's a tool that helps you and your team work together with confidence behind a single source of truth, which means you just have one version of all of your files. You don't have to worry about conflicting copies, duplicates. It's just the one thing that everybody can collaborate on in real time. That seems like a bold promise. Have they worked with you? <laughs> But that's what they do. And it's powered by uh, version control, which is like... Powered by version control. Amazing that it took this long for designers to to take advantage of the power of version control. Basically, your changes are always saved. So you can rewind history and see the way a thing evolved over time. Or if mistakes were made, you can just revert to a previous version of whatever it is you're working on. Uh, it's going to change the way you and your team work. It's awesome. So not only is this great for you designers, but also it means that it's really easy to collaborate with uh, engineers, marketers, any other stakeholders, and you don't have to worry about them messing up your files. But also it adds a ton of functionality on top of the design file itself, like commenting and Slack integrations and email integrations. So you can actually collaborate with people. It actually makes it possible to collaborate with designers in Sketch again. Like that's always been super difficult so having a structured way to do that is much better they have this really awesome new page up on their website goabstract.com called how it works which has this like little story driven uh it tells you explanation how it works. about how it works uh you should go check it out at goabstract.com they're offering a free month trial if you sign up today so you should get your team on that to control your versions Make better designs, build better products, easier, better, safer, fewer conflicts, less frustration, less headache. Why are you torturing yourself? Just go use goabstract.com. Uh, you get a free month if you go to goabstract.com and sign up today. Thanks a bunch to Abstract. And with that, let's get to episode 249 with Priyanka Kodikal. Um, hi, I'm Priyanka. Uh, I'm a designer. Um, I live in the Bay Area. Uh -huh. um, yeah, um, I love gardening. I love this time of the year. Mm. Um, Hard same. <laughs> Hard same. <laughs> I like this time of the year, sans allergies. I don't have allergies You're here. You're very lucky. So I moved from Austin. Yeah. And... The allergy capital of the world was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> the allergies were just like really crazy. I mean, I think I don't know how much money Zyrtec made off of me, but I use that a lot. A lot. <laughs> uh -huh. But I love that I don't have that here. It's That's amazing. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's very lucky. <laughs> Is it? That's okay, not cool. how my life experience has been. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm coming up on three years in California. So we'll see okay. how that goes. Because I think I started getting allergies once I was at about like three, three and a half years in. Okay. Um, oh, in shit. There's, yeah. a, there's a, like a, there's a cliff. Tick, ticking time bomb here. It, yes, for, for allergies are vested. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So you're in trouble in about six months. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe you'll get a re-up. <laughs> a promotion. A refresher. 
What do you? What oh do my you... god! Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> like, really? Dumb. This is dumb. Allergies <laughs> all dumb. Uh, what are you gardening? What do, What do you like to grow? So um, we just moved to this place, um, and the backyard was just a complete dump. It First was just of all, you like have a backyard. I have a backyard. That's a good start. That's a good, yeah, great start. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we just had some like grass put in, and then we just my husband and I just went crazy buying all and every type of flowering plant you nice. would find. Okay. Uh, and then we've just put them in the ground. So we have... Um, <laughs> As one does yes, when they're gardening. Yes. yes. So we have um, a bunch of fruit trees and then we That's put down awesome. some... I want a lemon tree so bad. Oh, I have like a lime tree and a lemon tree and a loquat tree and a mandarin tree. Okay, now I'm like showing off. I need to yeah. shut up. Okay, <laughs> brag a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a lot of flowers. Nice. So I think like... so so. To, just to put this in context, right? When we lived in Austin, I lived in Austin for 10 years before I moved here. We tried so hard to grow anything and it was really hard. Like nothing would grow. It would grow for like a month and then die. Mm -hmm. And then once you move here, you're like, oh my God, the, the plants and trees just love this weather. Like why yep. wouldn't you go crazy growing stuff, right? Yeah. That's so easy. So I'm just like, yeah, let's just like ruin this backyard. Let's just plant. <laughs> Doesn't sound like just, you're ruining it. Just ruin with flowers. Flowers, yeah. <laughs> ruin like with all kinds fruits of fruits and and delicious, beautiful things. Mm. Yeah. So the worst. <laughs> so I've been like really, I'm privileged to enjoy that. That's for sure. great. Uh, when you're not gardening, what are you working on? I am working on oh my, so many things. Uh, Work-wise, I'm working on WhatsApp, mm -hmm. as you know. Um, so that keeps me, keeps me busy. I don't know, whatever, uh, eight to 10 hours, maybe a day, maybe a little less than that. Um, <laughs> and then you're uh, trying to appeal to people that you want to know have a good life, work life balance, but also in case your coworkers listening, you really work hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> eight to 10 hours in that range. Yeah. I will say though, like WhatsApp is really um, good about work life balance. I mean, they kind of, you know, like pride themselves on that. So that's really cool. Um, I do have a really, I mean, this is probably very confidential and probably very internal, but how many emails and internal conversations start with WhatsApp? <laughs> oh my God. Does it None. happen? Thank God. Okay. <laughs> but, but I'll, I'll tell you, I do have I feel friends. like someone goofy. <laughs> What's oh yeah, that? yeah, definitely. I do have friends and some family who message me once in a while and be like, what's that? <laughs> and you say, I'm, like, I'm sorry, we're no longer family. I disown you. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, that's like a silly thing that does happen. We're outside of the company. Um, yeah. And I'm also spending time, I think, like doing some cooking and trying to bake sourdough bread, although it like keeps failing on Trying me. to grow your own sourdough starter? Yeah, totally. That's a huge pain. <laughs> Uh, it's like, it's like a baby or a pet, right? Like you have to keep feeding it. Like you that can't sounds forget. massively painful. <laughs> <laughs> do you do like whole wheat flour and water or pineapple juice or? No, I do uh, bread flour, rye flour and water. Nice. Yeah. So there is this really cool blog that I follow. It's called The Perfect Loaf. Um, and that has all this, these recipes. So I try to like stick with that, but it's like a pain to make it. So I make it once and then I don't make it for a really long time. <laughs> and then I get back to it again. That's the thing for me about people who make bread is like it's very photogenic and sounds very The, the looks nice. are the point. 
it looks good. I'm sure it tastes good, but it takes a lot of work. And I'm it really does. lazy. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it takes a lot of work, but it also uh, doesn't taste as good or the texture doesn't always turn out. Uh, yeah. It's uh, a learning experience. Yeah, it's like a great Instagram story. <laughs> like <laughs> every, really. Every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I don't think I eat a lot of it because I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, it's not that great. I don't actually want to eat an entire loaf of bread anyway, but <laughs> it looks better unsliced. Thank you. Yeah, it's like you can like <laughs> position it perfectly so the lighting is yeah, like yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. and you know it looks nice and airy and it's really yeah. kind of not. Oh, I know the genre here. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> the bread lies. The bread lies. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. I need to start like a blog. Not a blog, but just like an Instagram account uh-huh. called the bread lies uh-huh. and then just like post really lovely pictures of like bad bread. Uh Get enough followers and you'll be sponsored by every just, bread. It's, like, just, it's just Wonder Bread. <laughs> it's just like staged really nicely. <laughs> oh my gosh. They'd pay you the big bucks. I never ate Wonder Bread. I've just heard about it. <laughs> I've, yeah. I don't it's not worth eating. It's not that wonderful. Do you still get it? No. No. Okay. I honestly haven't seen it in a long time. Hmm. I've like, just, but I grew up in Minnesota where it's everywhere. Oh, interesting. I've just been here like 13 years. Hmm. So I don't know if it's. I just have never seen it. Hmm. Wonder Bread? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably expect it to show up more often in like a place in out east from here, like Austin. Like I'd expect <laughs> to see it there, but like also Whole Foods is from Austin. Yeah. So maybe not. I don't Who know. Knows? Knows? And there's cool H-E-B <laughs> Oh my God. Austin. How Eve. do you know that? Uh, it's, it's This is going to be really dumb. Uh, <laughs> I, I listen to a podcaster who talks about life in Austin a lot. Oh, really? He just lives in Austin. At one point, he was really obsessed with a specific flavor of, was it? uh, Topo Chico? Vitamin water? Topo Chico is amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is the best. I don't remember the vitamin water thing. I just remember him mentioning the H-E-B a lot. Yeah, yeah. His name's Griffin Uh, McElroy. He does a comedy podcast with his brothers. It's very funny. Interesting. Uh, I know way too much about life in Huntington, West Virginia, too. Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, All this kind of roundabout, it sounds like you're enjoying a little work-life balance as though this is a new thing yes it is um what happened well i think um just i don't know what happened something good happened (laughs) Uh, i guess it's a bunch of things right uh feeling more settled in at whatsapp um just prioritizing well how long have you been there almost a year okay yeah um and then I think a lot of it also goes to the way we work at WhatsApp, like the culture like focuses a lot on focus. So uh, the way we work is very focused. Uh, so there's not a lot of like unplanned projects or any of that going on. There's not a lot of like... Feature creep? Yeah, yeah. I think Hackathons? Like, there's no hack. We don't do hackathons. <laughs> Thank I mean, God. At least like I haven't participated in one at WhatsApp, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just like having the time to just, you know, put my head down, get work done. Um, keeps me like super productive in yeah. the office and then leaves me enough time and energy to like go home and, you know, do other things that I enjoy. Uh, except the commute. The commute's a bit of a, because mm-hmm. it's like an hour each way. Uh, but um, that's one of the typical complaints yeah. for like working in the peninsula so yeah definitely um but i think 
so I think I just found that happy place, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm like enjoying, like really enjoying my day to day work. And then really enjoying my time outside of work without yeah. thinking about work. Yeah. So I really like, I hardly, I don't even open my computer once I get home. So that seems to be the the challenge for, at least for me. And I imagine a lot of other people that, that work on computers is mm-hmm. not opening the computer when you get home or not opening your work email or something like that. Yeah. Is, is that change most influenced by WhatsApp, the company and culture, or is that a change that you made deliberately? Like I need to close the laptop when I get home. Yeah, that's a good question. It's, I think it's a bit of both. Um, so we don't do a lot of email exchanges sometimes like, um, you know, there will be WhatsApp messages from work, but there's nothing, I've never come across anything that's so urgent that I have to put everything down and, you know, attend to this. So I think there's just this implied. There's a respect. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's just everyone's just like, you know, you go home at the end of the day, you don't need to be thinking about work. Just come back the next day and we can take care of it. Um, Yeah, I'm just learning to prioritize better with, um, you know, just like having more, I don't know, priorities, I guess. Like, you know, just picking the things that that really matter to me rather than trying to do everything or... Um, six, Focusing, yeah, just, yeah. That's yeah. what makes so sense. I think, like, to go back to the whole focus thing, right? I feel like I get that from WhatsApp because mm-hmm. WhatsApp is such a has such a focus oriented culture. So it's like there's even some saying somewhere that says "focus is the f word." Yeah, um, there's some motivational poster on some wall somewhere. No, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no motivational no. posters at WhatsApp. No, um, yeah, we don't have any in in the office. I think. <laughs> We probably That's have some. That's the best have... part of the campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like those are, there are some really cool posters around campus for sure. Um, I need to look. Maybe I just haven't looked closely. But uh, but I think like some of that just has, you know, kind of creeped into my life in general, just being more focused and, you know, just doing things I really care about and like not worrying about other things. Have you found particular, I don't know, mindset changes or routine changes that have sort of helped strengthen that I find I struggle to stay focused in the sense that I want to do everything all at once by tomorrow and so it's a lot of I don't know like I guess stressing or trying to plan around everything and I know that that's not super sustainable so I'm I'm trying to learn (laughs) oh my god for me (laughs) um yeah I think um I read this book um, called When. It's by When or When. When. Oh, When. Yeah. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. I have like a weird accent. No, so. no, no, that's okay. um, like W H E N. Yeah. By Dan Pink. Okay. Um, it's really interesting. It talks about like what's a good time to do certain things and what's a you know you know how to find how to identify that for yourself. Um, so that's a good one. You should like read it if you. Get a chance. Um, Brian's a real book boy. I really? I don't think so. <laughs> I used to be. I haven't read a book in forever. Ugh. I just did this on Audible. Like I just listened to it. I really like Audible. Yeah, very into Audible right now. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a big Audible fan. Right oh my now. god, yeah. That's like I. That's the only way I feel I can consume this information. As long as there's no dialogue, I'm happy. I can't do people giving character voices. It's the worst. <laughs> With accents and everything. Hearing someone do the same, like the same person do many voices is the worst experience. <laughs> it's just audio hell. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't stumbled upon a book like that. But I Good do call. feel <laughs> I do feel that if like the person that has that wrote the book narrates it, mm-hmm. it's like the quality is totally. much better than like somebody Completely else agree. narrating it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go out on the limb and say you would not like Game of Thrones on tape. I've listened to it and it was miserable. Yeah. That's like I fifty up, voices. <laughs> I read all of them on a iPhone three G S screen. <laughs> Why? That's where I got the books. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like torture. It's been a long time. It's been like, that was 2011? Yeah. Okay, so I when, don't know why we're talking about that, but well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> just books to audiobooks to this. Uh, so when, like, yeah. give me an example. What what would, what did, he, did Dan Pink say about when you should do certain things? So or you like, have what to did, find What did you pick up yourself. from it? Yeah, so I think like for me, it was like most of the analytical tasks I need to do in the morning. Um, hmm. my afternoons like after lunch is when I found that I'm least productive so I leave all kinds of like administrative tasks for that like email status updates or any of that you know just like yeah. buying stuff online ah <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes that kind of <laughs> ah productivity <laughs> yeah and then I kind of have this oh and also the gym I try to go to the gym during that time nice and then there's I have like like late afternoon, I tend to be really productive, like, you know, lots of like exploration, things like that. And that's how I spend my time there. So what I started to do, do is like, uh, just make a to-do list of things I need to do that day. Um, I used to have a lot on my to-do list, but I've learned to cut it down so I can actually do it. Because if I didn't accomplish my, if I didn't check everything off, um, I would be really flustered by the end of the day. I was, I would just feel this sense of like, oh my God, you know, I, what did I did I like waste time I just didn't have any room initially for you know um, like lapses and things like that but now I have it so I think I just yeah I'm maybe just faking you know I'm just kind of like convincing (laughs) myself but that's great if it gives you some peace of mind yeah I have a I do a daily to-do list so the first thing I do when I sit down at the computer is like here's the stuff I want to get done today but the things that I don't get done roll over to the next day. So yeah. my list keeps growing. It keeps yeah, growing. I, I hate that feeling so that's much. That's the worst. And yeah. it, it's a little bit stressful every Makes it morning. harder to focus. Makes it harder to focus. Um, and if I'm really tired yeah. in the office, I like go take a nap for like really? five minutes. Wait, where? So we have these quiet rooms. I just nice. go in there and I'm like, I just snooze. Yeah. I don't, now everyone knows this, whoever yeah. listens to this. Yeah. Uh, but I, I go to I my quiet that. room too in the afternoons and take a nap. <laughs> his office Where is his bedroom. My quiet room is my bedroom. I know. <laughs> and it's amazing. That's crazy, man. How can you take a short nap? Yeah. Most well, days after lunch, I'll take like a half hour. Okay. It's yeah. great. I love naps. Yeah, I do too. I think like the, the five to 10 minutes is a sweet spot for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the just, 20 to 30 minutes. I can't do that range. short, but like 30 minutes, like I feel great afterwards. I even see a dream sometimes, I feel. Yeah. Like that short of a nap. I cannot remember having a dream. Hmm. Any dreams? Not in a long time. Huh. I had a dream last night about this podcast. Oh, oh no. <laughs> was it a nightmare? <laughs> no, it was just like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't this cool. But yeah, it was just, I don't know. We've exceeded the expectation of the dream. You have. Small wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you work on at WhatsApp? Oh, I work on a bunch of things. So when I started at WhatsApp, uh, I started working on a bunch of the SMB app features. So WhatsApp rolled out an Android app for small and medium businesses. Um, so I worked on like some, you know, 
some power features for businesses like canned replies or like quick replies um, where businesses can basically have pre-made mm-hmm. replies for like frequently asked questions and, sure. you know, have a shortcut to trigger them. And then just things like out of office for businesses um, and like gre- <clears throat> a greeting message for when, you know, people message a business. Sure. Uh, so that sort of thing. Um, then I moved over so this half uh i mostly moved over to the consumer side of things uh one of the things that's a common term at facebook for half a year yeah it's half a year yeah just want to clarify for listeners yeah yeah no you're right we just assume everyone knows yeah i I was like brian like yeah this half i'm doing half of what what are you talking about (laughs) um so i've mostly focused on a bunch of um voice calling uh kind of features so we just announced at f8 um that we're rolling out a bunch of features for like group calling and things like that so i didn't watch f8 can you share (laughs) yeah it's like doing a like you know a group call a group video call with like four people nice so so yeah a bunch of things there so that's kind of new territory for me i haven't hadn't worked on any uh, voip related stuff earlier um so just getting to learn a lot uh and it's it's tricky but it's, yeah, it's kind of like, it's cool. I like it. I really do. Yeah. Do you like the consumer side better than the, the business side? Um, not necessarily. Uh, I think like they're both different. They serve different purposes. Uh, but the way we design at WhatsApp is still the same. It's very principle focused. So we have strong principles for, you know, what kind of features we roll out um, and how they should be designed. Um, so that stays the same. That doesn't change. So it's just like a slightly different audience. Uh, so we still focus on things like, you know, reliability, speed, um, and like super ease of use. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like WhatsApp's thing, right? Yeah. It's really cool though. It's, it's amazing when you don't have to explain a feature to someone and like, they just figure it out. Like it's just utility, right? Mm -hmm. Right there. And, uh. It's really hard to achieve that. When you're working on the the small business stuff and the consumer stuff, is that geolocated to specific regions? Because obviously WhatsApp is massive and has users all around the world. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying like we're doing group calling, is that group calling everywhere for every language for every use case? Or do you start narrower and then bubble it outwards depending on the locale and culture? Yeah, it depends. I mean, the end goal is to, to launch it to, um, you know, the world, right? Sure. To everybody using it. Um, we don't do a ton of experimentation. Um, we will might do some beta stuff. Uh, but yeah. Is is that not the Facebook like launch in Italy, launch in New Zealand? Yeah, launch, that's gotta be a pretty dramatic else. shift because you were at Facebook before, which yeah. you've never gotten to. Yeah. That's very different than Facebook, which is like incremental rollout for everything, right? Yeah. So I think we do roll features out, um, but this would be my first big consumer feature. So I, I'm, I'm not too sure how, too to how we're going to do this. But um, business, uh, I guess, is also the same way. Gosh, I feel like I don't know anything about my work <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but the business app is only on Android and, you know. Um, because most of the small business users um, seem to use Android sure. more than iOS. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, I, I like the principles 
there. I'm curious how that is taught or uh, becomes part of the culture of designing. Like mm-hmm. we are a principle driven culture, how, how that's communicated and become something that you, you think about as you're building out features. Yeah. I think it's something we talk about quite a lot. We talk about how our product decisions, you know, are made from first principles. Um, and we hear that when our leaders talk about um, uh, about developing product for WhatsApp. I think the rest is just, it just is in the vibe hmm. and it's in the critiques and it's in just, you know, how everyone around you is designing. Um, so I'll be honest, like when I started, I was designing pretty complicated stuff for some real, you know, f- I still do it probably sometimes for something that was really simple. And then just like, with a bunch of feedback loops, just, you know, kind of taking it down to the absolute simplest form was like, you have like this aha moment. You're like, oh my God, like, why was I doing all those things? Really didn't need it. But I think it just takes a while to understand, to internalize that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, but there's no, like, we don't have any like posters or anything that say design from principles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just kind of implied. Gotcha. And so you were at Facebook before this. Mm-hmm. What were you working on there? Uh, I spend most of my time at Facebook on groups, uh-huh. uh, Facebook groups. Uh, yeah. How is it designing for, I mean, most of WhatsApp I would imagine is like smaller groups than groups is for and a lot of one-to-one probably? Yeah, I think there's there's a bunch of use cases, right, for WhatsApp. So uh, like for I use WhatsApp, uh, with my family group so we have like I don't know some 60 some people in there that's a lot that's a holy lot yeah, yeah, holy yeah. moly yeah <laughs> yeah uh, not everyone's like super active and then I have some but everyone's like family 10 or family and extended <laughs> okay. um, family so, plus 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 yeah you're right <laughs> yeah so I think the biggest difference between Facebook groups and WhatsApp groups is that WhatsApp is more personal in that you need to have a person's phone number Mm -hmm. Hmm. to be able to like add them to a group and things like that. So it automatically just makes it a tighter knit uh, and a more personal group. Whereas on Facebook, if it's, you have different types of groups, right? With like open groups and like closed groups and then there's the secret groups where, which is more like WhatsApp group. Um, As an open groups, like you can join based on your interests and things like that. So, so yeah, that's like the, the key difference to me. I see. Uh, maybe we can back up first and then mm-hmm. we'll work our way back towards Facebook. Um, where are you from originally? So I grew up in Mumbai. Well, not just grew up, I was born in Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me to say Mumbai because it was Bombay when uh-huh. I was there. And now it's like Mumbai. But well, um, Wasn't Bombay the colonial name for it? Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. And then they just like started changing them everywhere. Yeah, makes sense. Um. I think I had left Mumbai before it became Mumbai. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I was born uh, there, grew up there, um, went to college and did all that fun stuff in Mumbai. Wait, wait, wait. You just skipped over everything that happened, that happened that, between my yeah. birth and college? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What were you like? What were you into? She was born, went straight to college. What do you want to do? <laughs> then she moved here. The youngest college oh graduate ever. God. Four years old. Um. So wait, what was your question then? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was it like growing up in Mumbai? What were you into? What'd you do? Okay, it was, uh, it's like a big city, right? So it's yeah. really vibrant. <laughs> You've been, right? Yeah. yeah. Been. So um, 
I mean, it, it was a big city, uh, very vibrant cultures. Um, gosh, it's been so long. Um, I was always into drawing a lot. So my grandfather was a pretty well-known portrait artist. And I think I might have inherited like 1% of his like abilities. So I was always like into the whole, I was always a drawer. Yeah. So I did a lot of drawing and like, I, I you know, participated in a bunch of uh, like drawing competitions and things like that. It was really cool. And then I had this... Um, my best friend, her sister, um, and this is when we were in high school, uh, she was studying something called applied art. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but I could. I don't just, know what that is either. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like a design program that I hmm. eventually pursued. Art with utility, with application? <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Um, but I would just like sit there and watch her for hours, like doing her projects. And I was like, oh, my God, that is what I want to do. Like, I had no idea what I would end up doing with that. But it's kind of like most people who did that went to ad agencies. Mm. So I was like, okay. Like that graphic design kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was like Got graphic it. design um, with a bunch of other things thrown in, like like some fine artsy stuff, like sculpting and photography and things like that. Um, yeah, I so I went to college, did that for four years. I majored in typography. Uh, majored in typography. Yeah, yeah. I so we had like these electives for a final year. You could take like photography, illustration, or typography. And I really I wanted to do illustration. And my professor was like, "Okay, I'm going to be really honest with you." She was like, "You're great at copying stuff, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you but you can't illustrate like oh, from shit. your head." So she's so like, real. "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I, I kind of appreciated that. I, mean, I felt a little like insulted, but I was like, no, you know, this is actually a good thing because I would probably flunk out. <laughs> but unless you had a lot of good source material to copy from." Yeah, but what what about your exams? Like you have nothing to copy from doing exams. So that's true. Yeah. So you're, so so you're, you're what, like done. What, what did a typography course look like? Was that designing type or like, sorry, was that designing typefaces or was that designing like type layouts or? Yeah, what, what it was, was more or less the latter. It okay. wasn't so much about designing typefaces, which is understanding what kind of typefaces to use. So that's when. also illustration. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did do a lot of the we did do a lot of type by hand, mm -hmm. and I think we did one. We did create one type face mm -hmm. but that was just like a project but uh it was mostly about layout and using other elements to mm -hmm. you know a kind of visual hierarchy and things like that mm -hmm. so so that was really that was really cool although i did oh my god i don't know how this happened but i no i know how it happened um, <laughs> <laughs> i almost failed like my final year in college like even with typography it wasn't even illustration um uh yeah i i just scraped through barely because we'd had this 40 60 split where like 60% of your grade comes from your coursework throughout the year and 40% comes from your exam and i failed my exam oh, like shit. Uh, i was say i would have skipped all the coursework <laughs> <laughs> no i was like really good like i attended college really like you know i didn't mm. miss a lot of days mm -hmm. and i was really good about like doing my coursework but oh Not man, the test. that <laughs> exam was just like it was so bad. Like, yeah, I was the worst possible student growing up. Like, I was not a coursework person. 
I was really bad in like high school and stuff, mm. but I think once I got into art and design, like it, it just spoke to me. So I I, I did that. But mm. but yeah. Mm. So you scraped so, by. I did. I did. And you graduated. I think I graduated. You yeah. Think? Yeah, I think I did. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I guess that says a lot about how, how relevant it is today. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happened is, I was, I was really so, Cartoon Network had just started in India. Okay. Yep. And I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. So I was really into like some of these cartoons. I would watch every morning, like or having my breakfast, like Popeye. Our puff girls and a bunch of Dexter, yeah, Dexter's laboratory, yeah, and I was totally into that. Mm -hmm. And so on the on our exam, we had we had um, the topic we had was um, some kind of energy drink. Um, we had to so so that the exam was like you have to make a three ad campaign, yeah, for this energy drink. You can pick your uh, your audience and your theme and all of that stuff. It's like a five day Mm -hmm. exam. And I was like, oh, my God, I have this. So and I still think it was pretty creative, <laughs> which is I, I had this ad, which was breaking news. Popeye gives up spinach for this drink. <laughs> OK. And yeah, I was like, that's yeah. really clever. Right. And my second ad was like the secrets out. The Powerpuff Girls po- are powered up on this, this energy <laughs> I love drink. It. What is right? it? Chemical X is made of this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, Yeah. I I forgot about that. But yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. So I was totally into that. And I was like, yeah, I've nailed this. I mean, I'm just going to get like really like a really good grade. And then I like fail. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, this is blatant copyright infringement. No, they were like, (laughs) who the heck are these people? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. They were like, these aren't mainstream characters. Like, you can't make ads like that. Like, it just doesn't work. Have you turned on a television? (laughs) Idiot. Cartoon Network is the best channel. Why would it you watch amazing. anything else? Yeah. Oh, also, like, as a typography student, you can't use Comic Sans much, and I used Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you deserved it. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense in this case, I thought, but maybe not. That is brilliant. That's very funny. That is very funny. <laughs> so I scraped by whatever. Uh, but I had I got a job, like, the day after my exams, so I didn't really Because they saw care. your Comic Sans usage? They're I like, think Comic they Sans, this girl gets it. No, maybe because they didn't see it. Oh, That's what. It was my inverse. coursework. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're like, but damn, yeah. she got a 60% on her coursework. We should hire her. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care at all, actually. They like offered me a cigarette at the interview. They were like, you want to smoke? And I was like, no, thank you. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, got the job. If you were going into design today, would you go back to school? Like, would you go to school? Um... I think so. So I I don't know how design is taught in the U.S. I never went to school here. But what I learned were like such good fundamentals, like the basics of doing things well and just like hustle, you know, getting stuff done and your projects and, you know, um, just looking at things from a different perspective. I think I gained a lot from like going to school. I really miss college. It was they were like some of my best years. So, so yes. Yeah, with that caveat, like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure, I, sure. I mean, see, when I was studying, we didn't have computers and stuff. It mm-hmm. was everything was by hand, so it was mm-hmm. really laborious. But it was also, um, I don't know. So I you think drew Comic Sans. I drew Comic Sans. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I, I think I did. Such That's a, commitment to the bit. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I, I think I did such a terrible job at it. The thing with fonts that have curves and don't have like a proper structure. 
is you can basically mess it up. Yeah, yeah. So I think I did a really bad job with that. <laughs> so it's probably that, but execution versus the font. <laughs> um, yeah, they're like. We get that you're trying to use Comic Sans. It was more of the implementation details. I did it all in marker felt in that it, I just used a <laughs> marker, like a felt marker. <laughs> yeah. Chalkboard. Yeah. It's all chalkboard. Chalkboard. So you got a job regardless. Yeah. What were you doing? They provide cigarettes. So that's a perk. <laughs> yeah. I hope the guy who interviewed me hears this. I might send this to him. I'll be like, you remember you offered me a cigarette. That was during weird. During the interview. Was <laughs> um, this Mad Men? Yeah, kind of, maybe. But oh not no. Really. no, 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 not really. Um, so it was, it was a startup. It, startup wasn't like a, startups weren't a thing uh, when I was in college, or I hadn't heard of them. And uh, it was a design startup. Um, it was an entertainment portal. Oh man, yeah. what yeah. does that mean? Like, so just like there's MTV, there's something called Channel V in India. So this was called vindia.com. And I don't know if it's Vindia. still around. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was like all web design. And I had never done web design before. I was like, You're like how do I do I just this? drew Comic Sans by hand. <laughs> <I know. laughs> now you want me to design a what? <laughs> and then we had to optimize. Like our, I had to do a lot of illustration work. Yeah. And uh, Oh, my God. These are all the that? things that you didn't do. <laughs> I know. Um, and it was like we had to optimize them so they would work fine on dial-up speeds and mm -hmm. things like that. And uh, yeah, it was really interesting. And we used Photoshop to be as Corel Draw. No, we used Photoshop. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just one of those things. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm getting paid. I'll take this, you know. Wow. But it was it was great. Uh, we got acquired by News Corp. Okay. Uh, I continued to work there for a while. And then I moved on to something else. What did you move on to? Okay, I moved on to a design studio that I, I shall not name, uh -oh. but was really bad about paying you. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I, I don't know how many months I didn't get paid. Anyway, um, um, but what was really cool about that place was um, it was design, like web design, not just illustrations and stuff, but more like designing the entire screen, like, you know, landing pages sure, sort of sure. a thing. It was like a little design studio. Uh, and also doing front-end development. Okay. And uh, and I was really, like, fascinated by the work that the engineers would do at my first job. Like, you know, just putting things together and, like, making things move and things like that. And I was like, I really need to, like, learn this. I remember I bought this this fat HTML book. Yeah. And uh, I just, like, went, you know, page by page, did all the exercises and stuff. I was like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> um, and then that's how I kind of, like... So that second job is where I learned to do more. So we had to do uh, design mm -hmm. and front-end development for that, the, the landing page, and sure. then hand it off to like the other engineers who would do the main... You wire know, the, it up. Yeah, to wire it up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love that that's the thing that, that we... That metaphor say. kills me now. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> wire it up. Yeah, but it was, it was interesting, yeah. yeah. Lot, learned a lot from there. Yeah, and they didn't pay you very consistently. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> but, but you learned a lot. I did. I did learn a lot. And then I remember, like, I one day went to the founders and I was like, look, guys, like, I want to, like, go study more. I really need my money. Can I please get paid? I would really appreciate it. And I don't know how I pulled that diplomatic move. I did, and then they paid me. Wow. For all the Yeah, I was like, 
man, this is awesome. There you go. Hey, having a job that actually pays you is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a pretty common thing in India at the time. Oh, really? Like design wasn't that big and it was, you know, it's like it was always like more of a hustle. Mm. I mean, ad agencies were doing like cool stuff. Uh, but design studios was kind of a new thing. And a lot of the work that we were doing was like outsourced to India. So it's like they have to get paid first before they pay us and things like that. But I still feel like the 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 founders of the company like only paid themselves. So Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. But you had the the gumption to go and got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At that point in time, like you'd done a few things now. So you'd done mm-hmm. like the type, the illustration, now you're getting into web and front end. Mm-hmm. Was that like a a progression? Hmm, how do I phrase this? Were you happy with that progression or Was there a different direction you were hoping to like really focus your energy on one of those things? No, I think I was happy with it until I realized that I wasn't doing any print design work. And I studied a lot of print work in college. Um, And I was like, man, I really need to do some more of that stuff. And, you know, beautiful ads and newspapers and things was such a thing at the time. And I was like, I need to have one of these under my belt. Did did you want to do it because you liked it or because you felt like you had put so much time into it or... That's a really good question. I don't know. I think it was a bit of mm. both. I think I also didn't know how to do it. Like when you do it in college, it's one thing. We didn't print anything in college, right? But I was like, I don't know. Like, how do I make a brochure and then ta- do the pre-press work and then talk to the the printing company? I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not. No, it's like a pain. <laughs> but then my but, dream, I mean, I did, I did end up doing that. You did it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I moved to New Zealand. What? It was, yeah. It they have was. a better appreciation of Comic Sans there. It makes sense. <laughs> oh my God. That move wasn't fun. Why'd uh, you move to New Zealand? So my parents decided to move there uh, for whatever reason. Um, and they wouldn't let me stay back. So uh, you didn't want to go? No, I didn't. I mean, I was like, I couldn't think of leaving Mumbai. Mm. Like there was no way. I was just like, so, you know, I had all these friends and I had this job. Um, and stuff like that so um yeah I, I didn't want to go but uh yeah my parents were like I think I freaked them out a little bit because I kind of went through this weird phase of playing video games oh the yeah worst those phase, weird phases you know. that I'm currently in yeah Th- those weird <laughs> phases for the last 25 years of my life <laughs> oh my god I I'm like I just I can't get into it anymore but it's like it, they're the best now that they've ever been. It's I weird. bet they are. <laughs> I remember like I I had like a custom PC built yeah. mm-hmm. with like an OpenGL card and things like that, just so I could play Max Payne. Did any of you play Max Payne? No, uh, I'm familiar with it. I haven't played okay. it myself. Yeah, I was just obsessed with that game. I would come home from work and like just like keep playing it, and then I, I think a couple weeks in, I was like a zombie, and my mom was really worried about that. <laughs> that was why they moved to New Zealand. No, they were like, <laughs> we got to get her not, away from this. <laughs> you're not living here by yourself. Like, there is no way. Shit. So, so yeah. So there you go. And I was like, okay, fine. If we are moving, I'll just go ahead. Like, you know, you guys can pack and come whenever. Um, and I'll just go ahead because I had a friend who had just moved there. And uh, so I like joined her, came, went there, stayed with her. It was such a big reset in my yeah. career though. Uh, Do you have a plan? No. <laughs> so you should show up and like I mean I was like I was so sure I was gonna get a job like there's like no word I was like I'm sure like I have enough experience 
but uh, to be honest like it was really hard uh it was just like rejection after rejection a lot of like the ad agencies I applied to were like uh no there's no culture fit you know because you've just just been here like now you've just like come here now i was like i'll do a free internship and they were like no not really sort of thing so it was really hard so then i took a job at like a, a fast food restaurant i was like you know what i need the money i'll just yeah. be a cashier it's fine that's a really good chicken so it's a lot of free <laughs> free fried chicken it's <laughs> so, a great i mean part. yeah that's a good life fried chicken into it yeah no it was it was good and even now when i go back to visit my parents because they're still there um i always go to this place called nando's always go there and like at least a couple of times and like get me some delicious chicken it was really good <laughs> and you pay full price this time i pay full price yeah <laughs> um and then i was like just willing to take any job that was remotely design related um so there was an opening for like photo retouching somewhere. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll do this. Like I know Photoshop pretty well. Uh, so <laughs> it was, it was cool. Um, it was a shift job um, and they had a paint per hour and then they had uh, photographs being shipped in from CVS and Walgreens from the US to have them touched up. Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was hilarious. And um, so you're looking at, just random like vacation photos of random yeah. people or uh pictures that are like really old uh, you know like, oh, okay. like the, yeah, that like makes great grandmother sense, things like that <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know that all just just ripped and sure. you'd like reconstruct their face and whatever <laughs> that <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> no. i'm just picturing the uh the like jesus painting yeah, meme where uh, the lady redid the Jesus painting. I can't remember what it was called, but like she made it really bad. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, oh, fuck. We should find it. Yeah. This is really good audio content. It's a, it's a pretty common meme. Oh, uh, really? Because the retouch is so, so bad. For those listening, bad. the title of this post is Amateur Restoration Botches Jesus Painting in Spain. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen that. Yes. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Like, <laughs> I so really—is that even for real? Yeah, it's yeah. real. I think they actually went back another time and fixed it. But yeah, how did that even get out? Like, it's the, ridiculous. While trying to restore a 19th-century painting, left an elderly woman in Spain says she unintentionally defaced it. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Well, there's so, a face. Good it's thing that there. wasn't you. It wasn't me, but we did have some that ended up being the like elderly that, woman in Spain to... was not you. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't me. Oh, thankfully. Yeah, but I think I got so good at Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, That was the real honing of the craft. Oh, my God. Yeah, like all kinds of shortcuts and things like that. And then I would like go to these forums, um, you know, just looking for like tips to like do this faster or like anything that I didn't know. And I realized I knew so much. And I was like, you know, I can answer like so many questions on this forum. So I that, am the expert now. Yeah. And I was like, I just made a profile called the Photoshop Fairy. And then <gasps> oh, I just what? Started. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. I think about it. I'm like, it was so goofy. Um, and then I would just like answer all these questions. <laughs> so you became an expert. I became an expert. Yeah. How long did you have to do that? I did that for about, I think, maybe six, seven, eight months. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then I got like a legitimate design job 
um, at a public health service. Uh, so it was at, like my first uh, like nonprofit-like design job. It was an interesting one. It ended up being more like an experience design job. It was more about, you know, how can we um, design like or like des- design information to improve the quality of life of, you know, a certain of like certain groups like inmates or, you know, people of who've experienced domestic violence and things like that or refugees. Um, and it was like really eye opening. I, th- I think that's the first time I actually got a sense that design is so much more than just the aesthetics and you know and there's like some real things design can help solve and I I loved it absolutely loved that job um and then I got married (laughs) and so you had to quit obviously yeah because I (laughs) then I moved here oh (laughs) yeah that's how that's what happened then I moved to the U.S. I was in Austin um but I think that job left such an impression on me that I was like um, I just, I really just wanted to work at a nonprofit or one of the public service kind of places. Um, and then like I spent six years at a nonprofit in Austin. So you did it? I did it. Yeah. After staying home for two years because of visa problems. Oh shit. Again, a big hard reset. Why Austin? Oh, because my husband lived there. So, I mean, he worked there. I see. So, so I was like, oh yeah, I mean, you know. Okay. And so you went and couldn't work for two years. Yeah, I did a lot of freelancing. <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> like, hey, NSA, turn off your headphones. <laughs> um, but yeah, it took some time. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was, it was fine. Um, I'm still friends with people from that company. It, it was the nonprofit. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was great. It was like a student loan guarantor, but they had this like non-profit site uh, like a non-profit arm like a lot of student outreach arms so a lot of the work I did was around education and you know like financial literacy and things like that Uh, that was really great Um, was that was that web design work or or it was more print print? print? okay and then eventually started being web and uh and also like um like education modules interactive stuff so that was that was really interesting okay um, and then what happened is, so, so I was in the marketing communications team and then there was a separate engineering team that worked on product. I had no idea what the product was. So it was a way for like people to pay back their student loans. And, um, they, they decided to do a mobile version of it and they needed icons. So they came to the design team and said, we need a designer to do icons. And my design manager was like, do you want to do the icons? I was like, okay, cool. So I started doing the icons, started looking at the product screens. I'm like, oh my God, this is really interesting. This could be so much more than like just icons. Yeah. And that's the, that was the, around the time when I started like learning about this thing called UX design and what it was and, you know, apps yeah. and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and he said I could spend 5% of my time helping them if I wanted. I was like, how what? do you, yeah. That's 5%. what, two hours a week? I was like, you're not saying 25, you're saying five. five. He's like, no, I'm saying five. Uh, so <laughs> I just took a lot of the work home. Uh, but I think like that's how I made my transition. What an arbitrarily small number. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make any sense at the time. 5%. 5%. Um, 
oh, and I, I think I just got an iPhone around that time. Yeah. And I was really proud of the fact that I didn't have a single app on my phone. What? Yeah. That's kind of against the point of the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's not the point. That's right. And that's exactly what my husband kept saying. Contrarian. Like, What's the point? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no iPhone, Look no Look at this app. huge screen with nothing on it. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it just had like the apps that came with, and this is like 3, yeah. 3S, I think, iPhone sure. 3S. Yeah. Because I was like, I never thought I was going to be designing apps, you know? Who thought about that? I mean, I was like, no, I just want my phone really clean. I just need to do what my Nokia flip phone did. That's it. <laughs> um, but I want the screen. <laughs> I think you missed the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Um, but, yeah. And I think one of my first apps on the phone was WhatsApp. Oh. Yeah. To talk with your family. Uh, yeah, so they had a special going on. I had a cousin who kept nagging me about getting that. And I was like, I'm not paying 99 cents a year for it. And he was like... <laughs> Do you not have any idea how much that is per day? <laughs> but then uh, they had a special, I think, where they were just like free download. He's yeah, yeah. paying me and I was like, okay, fine, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So the journey really started a long time ago. It did. And it's really interesting. I was mentioning this to my manager the other day that... When I downloaded that, and I, that's when I started thinking about app design, I was like, huh, maybe one day I can like work for this company. Like it no. just was a, yeah, uh. it was like this thought that just crossed my mind. I mean, to be honest, like I was using Facebook and things at the time, but I didn't even think like for a minute that I could be working yeah. at Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why would I be working at Facebook? You know, sort of a thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But anyway, it's kind of it's kind of freaky coincidence, I guess. Yeah. So what happened? You you stayed at the nonprofit for a while, and you put in your five percent plus outside hours on yeah. like learning product and then apps I got and... to spend like two years on that pro not two years maybe like a year and a half on that product a hundred percent a hundred percent wow yeah because it was like it's you know it it helped having a designer and then like the the PMs were really happy about that and then yeah. they kind of like helped me make a case for you know why I should be supporting that. Um, so I did that and then I was like really hungry for more product work and Evernote had opened an office in Austin and I got that job. I don't know how. Why did you apply to Evernote? Just because they just moved there? Like why so, Evernote? Were yeah, you, it just, was the second app she put on our phone. <laughs> <laughs> just checking off the list. <laughs> no, by then I had a bunch of apps on my phone. <laughs> um, no, um. I used I used Evernote and then I just looking up jobs and I was kind of starting to plug into the Silicon Valley, uh, not culture, but like just, you know, oh my God, there's some cool stuff like what's happening going there. On. Yeah, 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 sort of thing. And I was just like, just keep looking for jobs. And then I was like, oh my God, there's Evernote, like in Austin? And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to like apply for this job. Um, and I had someone refer me internally uh, so, um, yeah, I did my interview and everything and yeah, I got the job. I don't know how I got it, but I got it. You got it. Yeah. Working on product. Working on product. Yeah. So uh, what'd you work on there? Evernote. Mm -hmm. I worked on a product called Scannable. Yeah. Do you know about that? Uh -huh. Brian should know about that. I think it's, it has <laughs> something to do with scanning documents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a really cool scanning app. It has does some like cool smart 
you know, like rotating documents and like detecting the type of document, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just really fast. And yeah, Did you see was, the new Google or the Google I.O. stuff? I saw that. Yeah, it I was, was like, like, oh my God, <laughs> like, is this bye-bye scannable? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally saw that. Um, but uh, it's, it's definitely like a product that I'm super proud of. Yeah. Uh, because when I started working on that, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I was like, what's the HIG? Yeah. You know, I had like zero sense of that. Um, I feel like most people have about that much sense of it. But but yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I did that for like a year and a half. Like we launched the product and everything. And then um, I think the the office just started getting released. Like a lot of people left and the designers. And I was like the only one there. And uh, um, around that time, I was considering moving to the Evernote office here in Redwood City. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the time, I think like, Facebook invited me to like a party at South by Southwest and things like that. Um, a couple other places. And I was like, you know what? If, yeah, maybe I'll go to this party. Like, you know. See what's up. Yeah. Well, backing up a little bit. So you were really into the nonprofit and like that seemed to unlock, at least back in New Zealand, mm-hmm. like design can be so much more. And then you came and did that in Austin for a while. Was switching into, I guess, like we'll call this high tech, like big tech mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Evernote, still pretty big. Yeah. Like, was that a pretty dramatic shift or did that move you away from sort of the the work that you'd really been enjoying doing at, at the nonprofit side? Like what was the change there? Yeah, it was a big shift. I think like this, this trade-offs both ways, right? So I knew that going into this, I wasn't going to be doing my nonprofit kind of work anymore, uh, but it was going to be more like product focused, uh, like apps and things like that, that people have smartphones can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that is something I did want to learn also. Um, in general, I've not been, I'm not a planner. I don't plan my career ahead. Or like, if you ask me what I would do like two years out, I really have no idea. Uh, be at WhatsApp. <laughs> yes. I will be there <laughs> in two years. Forever. <laughs> that sounds very likely, actually. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Uh, but, but yeah, it's just one of those things where, I just do a gut check and I'm like, would this be the right thing to do at this time? And it felt right at the time. So yeah, I decided to do it. And I'm glad I did because I learned so much about what it means to design in high tech versus like not. Um, I tried to recruit some really good designers that I worked with at the nonprofit over. They wouldn't come. They were just like, we just don't want to be in this, you know, male dominated industry hmm. uh, sort of thing. I was, on, I was only female yeah. in the in, on the product team, yeah, entire product team, and I had like I was I had no idea what I was doing first few months, um, so it was like it was kind of like a it was uphill a little bit, uh, but yeah, I, I guess I just you know. What did you say to them, the the people that you couldn't convince to? to come I, over? I said it's not that bad. I mean, you know, it's uh, if you join, I won't be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that so badly, uh, but. Yeah, I think a lot of it is, but I I don't think I had enough information to like change their minds because I was new to tech myself. So one thing I've realized over time is that there's a perception, like the perception is a reality, right? So even later when I've tried to recruit some of the designers to tech uh, that are mostly non-tech, they're like not interested they already have a preconceived notion of what yeah. it is, yeah. regardless of what your experience yeah, they, has been. They just feel like maybe you could do it. I, I know I, I can't 
do that, um, you know. And then I think like they also get a lot of value, like just feel very rewarded in the work that they do. Yeah, and that seems yeah, fun. that's yeah. a good thing, and that's that's yeah. a good thing for sure. So I like I've never pushed them too hard, but I've just been like, hey, you know, there's diff- it's different here, but you should try it out, sort of a thing. Sure. So this is a very subtle recruiting message. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, actually, loud and clear. <laughs> Come to the technology sector. We need more. Yeah, yeah. We, we need a better balance of yeah. diversity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So you jumped ship to Facebook. I did. I which did. Is like the next big big. Because they had a real sick South by party. They had a six out by party. Oh my God, yes. It was so, it was so good. Uh, that was the deciding factor. Yeah. These kids, I, I, these kids know how to party and or do barbecue. So Yeah. And the rooftop. Yeah. Right? On building 20. That's key. It's key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I was There's just... grilled cheese up there. Right? Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty good. I haven't been there in a while. I should do that. Uh, because I'm in classic now. Fromage à toi. Oh my God! No, you is did not called? say that. Yeah, is that is that what that's it's the called? name of it? Oh no! Fromage. Oh no! <laughs> oh, is it just fromage? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think it's just fromage. Hmm. I'm blushing uh, now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard it the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Something something cheese blend. That, I... is, that would be three cheese blend. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they've got that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, this got yeah, weird. I know. I totally did. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, Facebook was. It was just you know like for me, I had no idea what it was like to design for like billion, like a billion people. Yeah. Right. And I, I thought, okay, that's like a that's a good thing to do. But at the same time, I didn't know that you know if I wanted to make the shift, uh, like move like from Austin to San Francisco. Um, and I, I got cold feet like a week before I was like, I'm just going to call and say no and not do this. Uh, but then my husband being the supportive one that he is, uh, he was like, well, you're going to regret this. You know, if you don't do it, let's go try it out. Let's come back if you don't like it. Um, and he was able to arrange like a remote working situation for himself. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, the rest is history. I mean, I've been here now for three years. (laughs) And uh, you worked on groups for most of the time. And mm-hmm. then we talked a little bit about what's up. I'm curious why the switch, because obviously you can move around inside of Facebook yeah. uh, quite a lot, but moving to WhatsApp is a little bit different, I would imagine. It's like yeah. a different company. It's although literally it's like going to a different company. Yeah. So I had been using WhatsApp really long. Um, I went to India sometime, like a few months before I joined WhatsApp. Um and I was really blown away by how integrated it is in people's lives there. Um, there's so, I mean, it was really interesting to see that job postings didn't require you to like email them your resume. They were like, just WhatsApp us your CV. Um, billboards had WhatsApp numbers. Um, radio show hosts were like, hey, WhatsApp us your favorite music list and we'll try and play it. Uh it was also like the only app that worked yeah. when we were in the rural areas yeah. of India. And I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of this. Like, I also thought of it as, you know, taking a step closer to my roots. You know, like my friends and family, everybody just like 
uses it so much. It's yeah. almost like I don't think people remember phone numbers anymore because they just use like voice calling on WhatsApp. I mean, I forgot. Don't you my have mom's. to have phone numbers to get on? Like, get connected with people on WhatsApp? Yeah, so you have them in your contact list, right? But ah. I used to, for for example, like know my mom's number. Yeah, I had I had it memorized mm-hmm. because I used to calling card to call her. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like just a tap on a, you know, I just like open my chat and I call her. So I just don't need, I'm, I've completely forgotten what that number is. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to be a part of that big movement that was happening in India. And I was like, yeah, I sure want to do this. So I went back, I talked to my manager. I was like, I want to go work, work at WhatsApp. He was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and Charlie had just gone to WhatsApp before me, right? Charlie Dietz. Yes, Charlie Dietz. The Charlie Deeds. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> I know. He's of one of Game Sucks fame. Yes. That's such a good name for a podcast. It is. Games UX, but it sure looks like Game it Sucks. Does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and so I talked to him a little bit about like, what it's like to work there and, you know, like especially continuing down the IC path. That's something I wanted to do. I was very like intentional about that. Um and yeah, he, he was like, he, yeah, it's great. He gave me some insight, you know, just like give me a sense of what it's like to work at WhatsApp. And then he, he was like, yeah, you, we might have one opening or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's just how the conversation started. Can you go a little deeper on what you just said about like you were intentional about wanting to go down the IC mm-hmm. path? Because obviously there are many paths and the yeah. manager one being one route and yeah, so I think like at Facebook, right, you do have the option at a certain level to, to decide whether you want to do IC work or manager or become a people manager. Um, I just am not ready or wasn't ready at the time um, to think about people management. And IC work, I just wanted to like put my head down and work on product. Yeah. Um, so that was like an additional bonus of going to whatsapp because there was no they weren't high trying to hire for a manager or weren't like oh you know uh, next year you might want to become a manager none of that it was more like hey we need an ic designer who can just get stuff done you know our way and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like share some of the yeah. the values sort of a thing so yeah i think it was just as clear it was just, it was just as simple as that there wasn't like much more to it i just wanted to is that management path something that you're more open to now, or are you pretty happy uh, staying the IC road? You know, um, I love being an IC. I do worry uh, about manage, like going, getting into management, and then losing touch with my IC. The craft, like the craft, yeah. That that freaks me out a little bit. But on the other hand, I feel like I've had so much experience now. Um, that I could probably think about, you know, trying out management at some point. I think I would be pretty, well, not bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be pretty not bad. (laughs) That's a great place to start. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do want to try it out at some point. I just don't know when. Got it. Uh, On that note, and I feel like, I don't know, you seem so happy right now. I but am. we like to end the show by asking what keeps you up at night. Oh my God. Why did I prepare for this? Um, <laughs> so, okay. What literally keeps me up at night is um, not having a portfolio site. 
Are you kidding? Like, really? seriously, one day it's going to come back to bite me so bad. No, it's not. I Why? It's not. Why would it bite you? I don't know, because I feel like, so I haven't had a portfolio site since Evernote. So when I interviewed at Facebook, I didn't have a portfolio. I haven't had one ever. Oh my gosh. I think it's going to be. It's fine. Okay. You got some good ass names on your resume. (laughs) You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) No, I think about, I think about like, I'm like, okay, fine. You know, um, maybe two weeks from now, I'm going to start making time for this on the weekend and two weeks come and go. I'm still spending more time in the garden. Um, and then not working on my portfolio site. That, that seems way nice. better. Yeah. I know it does, right? Especially this time of year. Uh-huh. Maybe winter or something. Yeah. I think next about winter, <laughs> you, next winter you can think about doing the because portfolio. I want to code it myself. Like I haven't done yeah. like front end coding in a while, so I won't that's do that. the thing that I feel like is yeah. exciting about portfolios is mm-hmm. I, everyone, it gives you a chance to try stuff. Everyone just wants to like, yeah. play around. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I think yeah, I feel like I'm losing touch with that. I want to do that a little more. Um, but I think on a more serious note, for me, just like I said, I'm not a big planner. I don't think about my career too far ahead. But I also, I'm, I hope I'm making the right choices with the types of jobs I'm working. Yeah. Associating with Charlie Dietz doesn't look too good, but for the rest <laughs> of it, it sounds all right. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest blemish on your, your career going forward. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe don't put him on there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I love Charlie He's Dietz. He's so cool. I love that guy. Um yeah, I think like when I'm 50 or something like that or 60 or whatever, right? Yeah. Or, I wanna, 70. or 70. Or 70. Or 80 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you're 90? I just want to look back and be like... This is my portfolio site. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that would be so cool. Um, oh, I, I, I still have like an old one, which is like skeuomorphic as hell. Like, oh. <laughs> I guess it'll come back at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Put that up. Uh, but yeah, it just, you know, I just want to have like a net positive feeling about what I did in my career and, you know, the way it's impacted people, hopefully more positively and provided more value. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's but a hard one. But you also sound so happy right now. So like, I know. isn't that saying enough? Yeah, I think like I'm really happy at WhatsApp for sure. Um but just because I see firsthand how much value it provides uh, to people around me, I think for me, like that's like my kind of research. Mm. Um, and just seeing that, I'm like, yeah, like this is good. This is good stuff. That's so, awesome. I'm yeah. very happy to hear. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for coming to hang out. Yeah. Thank thanks for coming. You. It was this, great. This was great. I had such a good time. Thanks, great. guys. You're welcome. You. That was episode 249. Thanks so much to Priyanka for coming up from San Jose to hang out with us. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let us know what you thought uh, in our Spectrum community at spectrum.chat slash specfm. We've got channels for all of our podcasts here on the Spec Network. Including design details. Including design details. You can then, uh, check out all the episodes we've posted in the past and chat there as well as discover other communities on Spectrum. Before we go, of course, huge thank you to Abstract for making this episode possible. Abstract makes collaborating in Sketch possible, like even feasible. It just wasn't a thing you could do before. I mean, you're probably on different versions and have different plugins and all that other shit. But now, all your files are versioned in the cloud and it'll just recreate them from scratch on the fly. It's crazy. You can view them, you can view the changes, the visual diffs. Uh, you could store them in a way that you can actually like view all the components. And, and you can symbols. collaborate with people without having to make them download Sketch and worry about all the updates and the licensing fees, etc., etc. Because who wants to do that? Zero people. So you should go try it for free at goabstract.com. Uh, get your team on board. 
start improving your design process so that you can make better products together. Once again, that's goabstract.com and get on that free month trial. Thank you, Abstract. We'll see you next week.